This is the Where You At Buds podcast, where ordinary people share their extraordinary stories with Stephen, Evelyn, and Marcus. Man, I spent all weekend with you guys, and now I'm here, like in your patio, because it's hot, and we're talking about the festival, which is awesome. What are you drinking? Is that- a little Run Forest Run from Backcountry Brewing. The the pop they're going to have out for the upcoming Lager Sports Festival, actually, is what I'm, I've got in me today. It's a nice light lager. It's the perfect lager to be sitting there watching the loggers in the bleachers. A lager for all you're watching a lager. Imagine that. A lager lager. Aren't they marketing geniuses, those guys, hey? Knocking it out of the park again. (laughs) Yeah. The lager lager. Oh, God. I had to be the most sober person at the festival. Such a good time. Such a good time. Well, that's because you were working. I was working. Exactly. You got to keep it professional, keep it polished. And I actually had a good time. It was, you know what? The bands were so good. And I saw a lot of bands that I would never have seen otherwise or had heard of. And I've got some new faves. Well, I'm glad it wasn't as hot as it is now. We're we're on Friar's patio because we're not in the shed because the shed is just like a hot box right now. So here we are on the patio. Yeah, this is Uh, nice. But yeah, if it was this hot, man, that would have been quite the weekend. (laughs) Yeah, there would have been a lot of heat stroke. Thank God we have Friar's pool here. Marcus, you got to jump in. Yeah, no. You think you might throw Fryer in later for us? Maybe. Okay. I can. I can. T- like, over that the, he can do. Over yeah, the, that, yeah. That he can do. Over the top rope type of thing into the pool, sure. He deserves it. And you know what? I'll have it on film. But then I'll go and mess his back up or something, right? The back yeah. is already messed <laughs> up, so yeah, might as well. Well, what a weekend, hey guys? Yeah, what a great weekend I at mean, the Constellation Festival. I saw you there with your family, Marcus had his family, um, we had all of our kids there. It was a really, really it's, good time. It's funny, because Friar's like, I'm here, and it's like, I have not seen the man. <laughs> like, the, the three days we were there, I did not actually come across you until we actually interviewed the bands we, we managed to interview, which was awesome. But like, it's like, I'm here, like, where, man? Like, you have, you're hard to miss. And then when I saw you, you had this giant hat. And like you have your kids and the wife, like how did I miss you? That's how busy it was, I guess, and how how huge the fairgrounds was. It's because the music was happening, you couldn't actually hear the guy, well, <laughs> right? I mean, even <laughs> then, the you key. should still be able to hear me, right? That's true. Actually, in between, <laughs> I, I found you. I had no troubles finding you. Well, it's kind of funny because I could see Marcus off in the distance. So, like, I had you guys pegged. I knew where you guys were all, at all times. It was kind of me going incognito into the kind of where's Waldo, where's Friar. Where are you at, buds? Yeah, He's where are you us. at, buds? Well, I'm hard to miss. I'm. <laughs> <laughs> Very hard and it, to miss. So. It didn't hurt wearing a big, bright red <laughs> Senators T-shirt either. Yes. I was actually, I'm amazed, like how many people have stopped me that day because of that T-shirt. I've had at least a dozen people like, oh, the war! They are legitimately on the up. They're going to make the playoffs this year. I don't know about that. I've, I've always loved the fact that my team was garbage because then like Toronto Maple Leaf fans have nothing on me because like, oh, your team is garbage. Like, but your team hasn't made it past the first round in 18 years and you expect to win the cup every year. So who's worse off? I don't know. I get you. No, it was it was a great weekend. I mean, starting off with uh, July Talk and Deer Rouge mm-hmm. and the rest on Friday night. So Friday lights, night was, man. yeah, lights, lights. Yeah, 100% caught yeah. lights too as well. She had, a, she had a really high energy show. It was, first night was, was really good. It was, you know, kind settling into the festival and mm-hmm. kind of nice to be back yeah and then saturday was kind of a little bit crazy for me running the family you know logistics with a a little one in a, in a musical here locally yeah, marcus my, you too as well my yeah? kid my kid was in the same show so yeah and then return back Saturday night with some just some absolutely fantabulous bands well, too as well. Saturday day had some amazing bands. Um, my favorite of the festival, and I'm just gonna say it was the Low Down Brass Band. I loved these guys. The kids were mesmerized. My kids didn't want to leave. That was my favorite for sure of the festival. We, we got a chance to talk to them. Let's listen to that. I am Shane Jonas, 
My name is Billy Camp. And we are the Lowdown Brass Band. Okay, I have to say, I loved your set yesterday. I was obsessed. My kids, my daughter was late for work. I had to drive her to work, but we didn't want to leave until the end of your set. It was nice. unreal. So you guys have like a Chicago kind of feel, hey? Brass, sound, soul, hip hop. Yeah. Unlike anything I've heard. So where does that come from, is it? I mean, you know, the band has been in Chicago for a long time. We're made up of, um, being an all horn band, you get to play in a lot of different kinds of bands in Chicago, you know, from soul to hip hop to salsa to everything. And, you know, when the band first started, we were kind of doing like a New Orleans kind of deal, paying homage to the brass bands before us. Being where we're from, like we wanted to put the Chicago flavor on it, like having uh, the experience of playing in all the genres, you kind of hear it coming out in the writing, hip hop, soul, you know, from bands like Earth, Wind and Fire, like way back in the day, to like artists like Kanye West, to Common, like you just have so much of a lineage that's just beautiful in Chicago. And that's what we try to do in our music. Yeah. Oh, you do it well. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he said everything. I mean, it's just about, we're from Chicago, so Chicago has everything. If you don't embrace all of that, you're not really taking in the full experience of being from Chicago. So that's one of the pluses of being from the Midwest's major city. Everybody comes there to do everything. If you're lucky enough, you get to experience every individual genre that there is to offer. Just like us, we just took all of that and we said, hey, this is us. Yeah, I think when it comes down to it, you hear you hear the brass, you hear the horns. It's almost like a moth to the flame, you know what I mean? Like you gotta, you know, I always say there's something about it. There's something so, so nostalgic about it when you hear it. For sure. You got to know where it's coming from. Sure. And you guys put on one hell of a show last evening. Well, and in our main, our main objective is to always make sure that people know that we're paying homage to New Orleans as far as when it comes to our traditional stuff. Because, I mean, we know the whole scope of how things became, like how genres became genres. And our, and our main goal is to make sure that we blaze our own path, but we also pay homage to the people that came before us to allow us to do this. It's a, such a big thing for us to make sure we say, hey, this music is black American music. It's literally music that has transformed all genres. And you know, we tried to bring that out in our live show, even the interaction between the two of us. So it's very important to us to get that message out there. So how long have you guys been together and how did it form? And how did you find that sound? I know because you're mixing a lot of fusion, there's a lot of heritage in there, but to find that balance though. Well, the band's been together for a long time, but the current configuration is about seven years. And I mean, the band went from making straight up second line tunes on the first album to like trying to find their own path as, as it, it evolved. And then today we just kind of just do what we want to because we've learned that you'll be appreciated more if you blaze the path opposed to just following it all the time. And like it's real easy to just follow the path in the brass band genre because it's been so illuminated for everybody. It's like, oh, you just do that, you do what Rebirth does, you do what Dirty Dozen does, you do what Soul Rebels does, and it's just super easy to kind of just do that. But like, if you really want to make your mark in this, you, you really kind of got to just find your own way. And that comes from years of toiling, you know what I mean, with the ingredients that everybody put down. And then we're like, well, we can add these Chicago ingredients and kind of make it our own. So that's kind of what you saw today. It's like the amalgamation of 
all of that shit, you know. I guess you've been touring quite a bit. It must be amazing to be able to go and see the world and take inspiration. Like, I know you have that Chicago sound, the New Orleans sound, but has there been any other places you've been where you're like, wow, I really love this sound and I want to try and incorporate that or? Yeah, absolutely, yes. I mean, we, Bill and I just came back from being in France for three weeks in Rennes, France. Rennes. And uh, we were also in a place called Le Mans. We travel with Lowdown Music and we also DJ as well. So like we kind of take that Lowdown message around the world paving the way for the band to come and things like that and the band has just traveled all over the world and one of, one of the things I think that's special about us is we, we just talked about today we, after, when we were on the gondola trip is we talked about how rich we are because we don't find riches in how much money we have but in the experiences that we get to experience and the people we get to meet and the places we get to go and as far as that happens like we talk about it all the time like we remind ourselves in special moments, like when we're looking out in a gondola on the way up, we're like, yo, this is rich as fuck. Exactly. We say that all the time, we're like, this is rich AF. It really is, it's our music that's bringing us here, you know, it's, we're not on vacation, you know, we're not spending money like that. It's like, it's our music that's bringing us here and taking us to these amazing places and giving us these experiences. And we just try to put it back into the music and give it to everybody else. And where the influence comes from, from the places like Squamish or Vancouver, Montreal, Toronto, Alaska, it's like that that comes from the response that we get from the audience and that co-signs everything that we thought was possible. And then we're like, okay, that's cool, that might not be cool, and then we just take that, we internalize it, and then we just make changes as, as far as we see fit. And then if something works, we're like, oh, this is, this is amazing. Because if it works here and it works there, it's like, man, you just kind of kind of keep doing it, you know? So. Yeah, and the fact that you're having fun and you're sharing your music and everyone's jumping up and down. Oh, yeah. So they were saying my kids were watching the show too, and I grew up playing the sax, and but they're nice. it's just I haven't played in a long time, and they're like, you used to play sax, right, Dad? I'm like, yeah, but then I got into DJing myself and worked in broadcasting, and yeah. and my kids were like, they listen to pop music all the time, and it drives me nuts. <laughs> I was like, can you listen to other things? So when you guys got on stage yesterday and you're like blasting the horns and yeah. dancing around, see, this is what I'm talking about, kids, and it's about opening their minds and opening their but so the what, energy too that you guys brought to the crowd was amazing everyone was dancing yeah, in front it's such a unique sound like I sure. think well what I was going to say was is there's a way to do pop music well, but you also keep the musicianship within it yes. you know what I mean and that's kind of our main goals is like uh, it's cool to have a pop hook but it's like as long as the musicianship's there and, every, and then everything kind of still has a purity to it then I think it's golden there's no faults in pop, but I feel like sometimes it just gets a little too generic or too... Well, that's like, the problem. There is no faults. That's yeah. what's wrong with the music. I think it's just overly produced. Everything is just arranged so perfectly, even auto-tuned. You, you miss sure. the vibrancy of big blasting instruments on stage. It's made in a lab. You know? And well, we we want to have lab coats, algorithms, on. algorithms and white coats, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, the yeah. goggles, the white jackets, and all. And like, what we really are trying to do is is we feel like our music belongs on the radio just next to anybody, Lady Gaga, Anderson Pack, or anyone. But we what we want to do it is organically. We want to do it with the sound of horns, with our own original writing, using all of our experiences we've had on the road and taking them to the studio and trying to like give to the people what we think they need and what they want. And like our message has changed a lot, especially since the pandemic, from kind of like party mode to like, hey, let's look, at, let, let's look around at what's going on. Let's make sure we're spreading that message of love. Let's make sure we're 
we're embracing all those great things that make music what is so important to all of us. And also, uh, so we, we have a little complication as far as like the name of the band. It's called Lowdown Brass Band, but Lowdown Brass Band doesn't necessarily encompass what everything is in the music. So we kind of get into a lot of traps as far as like uh, what they expect when they just hear a Lowdown Brass Band because I mean, the trail's already been blazed, so like you just kind of get put in this box. Our main goal is to like kind of just like take that box and expand it if we can, you know? It's not easy because a lot of people just automatically, you hear a brass band in the name and it's like, yo. Yeah. It's New Orleans. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or that little ska blip we had in the early yeah, 2000s, yeah. Exactly. right? So what's next for you guys? Are you in Squamish? Where are you going next? Like where, where can people find your stuff? This is where you, like, you can just shameless shamelessly plug. plug away, John. Shamelessly yeah. plug I mean, away. Like, well, I mean, the next stop for us is we'll be in Bellingham uh, at their downtown series and then we'll be in Seattle at the Triple Door. Uh, we'll be in Portland at a place called Jack London Review. And then we'll be back home for a few days of rest. And then we'll be on the East Coast, New York City, Vermont, Connecticut. So who has the best pizza, New York or Chicago? Come on. Uh, I'm from New York, so... This is where it all starts here. Here we go, eh? Deep dish? What? What's going on? No, well, you don't eat... Di if you're from Chicago, you don't eat deep dish. It's just, like, too much cheese. It's a touristy thing in yeah. Chicago. Uh, okay. If you're from Chicago, you eat pizza that's actually cut in squares. At like a, it's like kind of like bar pub pizza, and it's really good, but it's super thin crust. Yeah, yeah. Actually, not deep. Deep. Oh, okay. deep the deep dish thing is a myth. <laughs> but no, what I was going to say is if you go to Chicago and you want deep dish, go to a place called Pequots. But you have yeah. to eat it in Pequots. Okay. You cannot Don't take it to go. Yeah, yeah. You cannot get it delivered. Yeah. It's only good when you eat it there. And I'm only speaking from experience. Yeah. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> but I agree with you, gents. It's a lot of cheese. I like cheese. Yeah. So you're in Squamish, and you guys got to experience the gondola today. Is that what you did? That's right. What do you think about our beautiful town? Like, we're born and raised here. We've been here our whole lives. Well, like, I want to know what you guys think about it. All of you guys? Not me. I mean, I would say the first reaction from all of us when we, first of all, when we just rolled into town, was like, oh, this is beautiful. We've been to many beautiful places like Alaska, Telluride, Colorado, drove up on this place and it was beautiful. But when we got on stage, like this stage right here, and we walked up for sound check, everybody pulled out their phone because it definitely rivals maybe the most beautiful view I've ever the had. Chief. Yes, yeah. the chief, from the stage. Uh, the only other place that rivals it is maybe the Montreux Jazz Festival in Montreux, Switzerland. But like this place is, oh my God. I mean, if you have to go all the way to Switzerland to to compete yeah. with this, that's amazing. Hey, not bad. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? I saw your tuba player pulled out his phone and he was taking pictures yeah. on stage. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Thank you, guys. Thank you guys. That was awesome. So, much. so nice meeting awesome. you. And then William Prince. What a voice on that man. Like, I literally was at the opposite stage. And I mean, that's how they ran it. And I love that. I love, I love the, that. I love the get up and move from stage to stage. Keeps everybody kind of on the move and passing each other. I like that kind of vibe that that yeah. created. Almost that long table vibe and the picnic tables that were in between. I thought that was a really great. Um, William Brent's Saturday evening. Oh, my gosh. So my, good. My favorite show is the Black Pistol Fire. I heard that. That was, yeah. that was a rocking show. Yeah. That was awesome. All praise to Mara, right? I mean, oh my Tamara, Patty, hey, Christian Andrews, you guys, they, they nailed it. They, they really did. And I thought all the volunteers, so I'm like a massive, massive props to all the volunteers and the people who made this this happen. 
again. And they managed to get some some good local bands. Old Soul Rebel. Old Soul Rebel. Oh my gosh. They were Sunday's energy. They kind of you could feel the the Sunday Caesars coming on. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they just came out. and It was like no 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 no. We're going to the backcountry sours here, buds. And we got a chance to talk to them too. So here we go. Hey, I'm Lola, and this is Chelsea D E Johnson, and we are Old, Old Soul Rebel. Are we doing yeah, the elbows yeah. thing too? For I want to sure. do the elbows thing. I want to be left out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the old Johnny Horgan. Why is that the Johnny Horgan? Because that's what Johnny Horgan does. He coined that at like the beginning of like COVID. He was like, he's he's giving everybody the elbows. I don't think you're familiar with Johnny Horgan, are you? No, I'm just smiling. We're no. just yeah. smiling. Yeah. 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 We do it well. Exactly. That's what I do to him all the time, too. Yeah. I just smile and nod. We shook his hand. Yeah, we met the first time we met him. We're like, who is that guy? Well, why is this person shaking our hand? Well, that was the mayor of Vancouver. Oh, okay. We got to our mayor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, don't worry. Winky lady champagne tablet. Yeah, they're bright as the sun. Almost as good as your guys' set today. Yeah, so it was amazing. You guys killed it. A lot of energy. You guys love Thank you. It was awesome. I came here specifically to make sure I did not miss that one, and you guys did not disappoint. Oh, wow. Yes. So good. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate that. Me and my little me and my little eight-year-old daughter out there were rocking out. It was oh, good. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. That warms our heart. <laughs> Have you been up this way before? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Lola lives here. I just live just down the street. <laughs> what? Like, you guys are in my backyard, literally. Literally, it took me one minute to get here today. Where, yeah. Okay, so where, you, where did you grow up then? Um, I was adopted in Edmonton, in First Nations. Residential school my grandmother went through. Then I just moved around the world. I lived in Indonesia for a while. Lived in Calgary, lived in Vancouver. Calgary is another world, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you live in Squamish, you live in Vancouver? Uh, I live in Squamish now. You do? I okay. Do. Yeah. So this is literally then backyard. This is, right? yeah. Yeah. Like, my sound check was at 2.15, and I think that I got here, like... Like, like right before. Huh? Like, I just rolled in. I was like, here we are. I just got out of bed. Well, you, know, you don't usually get to do that because typically Lola's coming over to Vancouver to meet all of us. So it was yeah. on the other. I was the one that had to wake up and exactly. cruise over. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My turn. Yeah, your turn. And are you, are you from the area too? Or? I live in East Vancouver. I've been there for a long time. And um, uh, I'm from the East Coast, Sydney, Nova Scotia, oh, wow. and uh, I was born in the Navy base in Washington, so this is kind of, uh, I'm a West Coast, East Coast kind of babe. You got a blend going on. Yes, that's exactly it. So where yeah. does the sound come from then? Where's the inspiration for your sound? Our sound is like, it, it's it's inspired from our individual culture stories. My self being black, Lola being indigenous, and we speak very truly to our experience. In the world together, we are fusing well that into rock and roll, you know? Yeah, yeah. With a little soul and yes. brass exactly. involved. Yeah, with a little exactly. badass in there. Yes. I think you that's what they the say, right? The soul with we... a little bit of badass in there. And it absolutely, is, that's exactly yeah, what, what yeah. happened yeah. today Thank on stage. You. Yeah, Thank absolutely. It felt really fun. Yeah, no, it was good. It was really good. So yeah. you're low, you, we can almost claim you. Yeah, like, yeah. We, we can claim you. <laughs> because I'm born and raised. I'm born and raised, so I can claim you. Okay, okay. Oh my God, amazing. Yeah. What's it like kind of being here, being on stage and playing for this many people? Well, it's weird because we've played for lots of people before, but something Today, about yeah, it did. It felt like a homecoming or like a, yeah. like a arriving. It really did. I don't know why. This year, it's just there's been a shift in the energy. I don't know what it is. A, a pandemic somewhere in there, maybe, because we're finally back together yeah. doing these big events. I feel like I came out a bit more em empathetic, empathic, sensitive. 
feel like we really got to be in a low sensory environment and that kind of refined and sharpened probably all of our like empathetic skills and made us more sensitive potentially. Yeah, the yeah. Constellation Fest really know how to let the artists have their pre-moment. Mm. It sets us up nicely, mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we all felt really ready and prepared and ready to go. You know, Lots of energy in your show, for sure. And so you spoke a little bit of how when you come out of it, uh, but where were you at over these last couple of years in trying to kind of navigate that space where you know, artists were, I mean, really, they, you guys were suppressed. There, was, there wasn't any live music we were, then, right? We still <laughs> we were pretty so busy, busy. Yeah. yeah? Yeah. We were invited to reimagine the music industry at that time, and then that was such an honor, and it felt a bit scary, I think, for everyone in the industry to just, like, step out and all of a sudden become videographers. Yeah. All of a sudden, we were all in film and television, yeah. next thing you know. And I really enjoyed that. I think it was cool. Myself. Get right out of here. Yeah. I stared at that black, that black yeah, hole it. on the camera and like looked into it like it was the abyss, right? It is. You know, and it's like, oh my gosh, I got to do this, right? Yeah. But I did see you guys did a lot of that, a lot of that Zoom stuff, a lot of that. Is there any kind of fatigue coming out of that? Doing all that kind of that video stuff and you know the. You know, holding concerts that virtually, you know what I mean? I love it. I think I like the back being able to connect with people. And like, I remember when our first festival got canceled, I'm like, I know what they're going to do. They're going to film everything. And then we get to just hang out with the artists. And we really got to do that. Like, we got to connect with the people who are running the festival, really connect with the artists. And it felt like to have an opportunity to connect with someone intimately was like really you know, not everyone was able to do that. So it had its own unique thing. And and as Lola said, it felt like such an honor to be able to be part of that. Like, you know, we're artists and we're still going to be arting and we're still going to be musicking and entertaining and like this kind of revolution, you know. But yeah, no, it was totally like hilarious at times. Like we're in my living hilarious. room and like, oh, you know, the back of the car. Like, yeah, we were doing a trunk oh, show. Oh my goodness. A trunk show. It was raining. So, I need I need more details on trunk show. Yeah, exactly. Yes, we did. With for a floodlight, with a floodlight, with a light shining bright yeah. on us. Yeah. Our, Where was this? It was in Vancouver, in North Vancouver, yes. in Mount Seymour area. Yes, yes, yes. Started raining, and we were like, "What the hell are we doing?" Like, we went inside, but it was. Did we end up just doing it inside? We did. But what I loved about it, though, I feel like people always support us to take risks, and we did that on stage today too. We were like, "Should we do all these dancers and all these big things?" And like, it's a lot. Yeah, and then it's like, fuck it. Like, let's yeah. just do this. Because, yeah. like, people love that shit. Oh, we, it was amazing. Yeah, like, I felt fun yes. to risk taking as well. Out there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was, like, living my drag queen moment. I was like, yes, <laughs> yes. Girl, girl, girl. Yes. Serving, yes. serving, serving, serving. Even if it sucks, I'm still love serving it. it. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Right? Yeah. And the, yeah. So so there wasn't, like, because some talk about kind of that kind of feeling suppressed and, like, kind of the lockdown and not having the live stuff and being able to perform for people. You guys are saying it was a little bit different. You yeah, got to get more creative, right? Really, yeah, totally. 2019 was like, go, 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 go. We really were going. I think all yeah. of the world was really like, we were just like, we have to, there's no saying no to shows. Like, sometimes we'd be playing like three, four gigs a day. Like, it'd be like crazy. It'd be crazy. And, you know, I think for myself, I was like, okay, this is an opportunity to just take a, a moment to breathe. Like, I really lent into it. I lent, I lent into it in my mental health. I, like, started, you know, pulling out the cobwebs, stopped drinking, stopped smoking, like, really rebuild myself. And, like, 
I and to have the opportunity to be solo, to have that solo time, get to know my cat more, get to know her, you know? I don't know. Like, oh. it's not something that I typically would. I'm such a social butterfly, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. So it was yeah. like this whole thing that I'd never explored ever in my life. No, it's you since, seriously since I was like a kid. You're so introverted. Yeah, you and me can hang out a little bit. Yeah, uh, 100%. Right. That's, that's the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. quiet and I'm, I'm really, you know, rude. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, so one be, no one would be bothered by us hanging out. No, no, no. We, we can get along, you and I, 100%. So listen, you're talking about shows and playing shows. So I heard from a little birdie, I mean, we're not going to date ourselves here, but we weren't at the one and a half Ave, the Naughty Burrow, whatever you oh, want to call okay, it. Yeah. I heard you ladies were bringing down the house last night, 24 yeah, hours in the morning. Word on the street, yeah. Get out of here. Yeah. And then you throw that. You well, throw yeah, that. community support. Yeah. I mean, because, like, I live here, so it was like, we can't say no to this. We have to show up. I mean, this is our people, and we want to see that establishment succeed, yeah. and we want to make sure that live music continues in this small town. Yes. It's an honor. It's an honor to show Absolutely. up like that for people. Absolutely. So what's next for you guys? What's what's the plan? Um, Hi, do I. Hi, do I. Edge of the World. We have the opportunity to go perform at Edge of the World. It's going to be amazing. The last time we were there, we had so much fun. We've been coordinating with some people in the U.S. and talking about, yeah, releasing some music. So I can't give you too much detail, and I don't want to set any date, but we're very honored, and it's such a blessing, and super appreciated. We're practicing being in the present. Yeah, we're yeah, being yeah, in the yeah. present. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The present moment's not too bad, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's it good. feels pretty good. Yeah. Keep doing what you're doing. Thank, yeah. you. Thank you for supporting Thank the arts scene what here a show. in Squamish. Now. Yeah, we'll normalize it for the people of Squamish. Because I, like I can it. see them being like, wait, what? Do we like this? And I'm like, you love this? Yeah, you come <laughs> close. This is so good. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't know this. But you fucking needed. We were all dancing. Yeah. It, people enjoying them. That's the grassroots music, right? Yeah. And we've got we've to support that. I mean, not only just here. I mean, nationally, Absolutely. right? 100%. You well, we saw that with venues closing down, like... You saw audiences being like, oh, wait, we really do need this. And, like, it's it's extremely important for us to have places to perform and for people to listen to music and get inspired. But that's it, too. When you talk about inspiring, it's, it's having female role models, too, as well. For my daughter, who's eight years old, and, and for those indigenous and those people of color, having it's ladies really like yourself up there kicking ass and taking names, <laughs> I love it. Thank yeah. you very so much. Keep yeah. doing what you guys do. Cheers, okay, ladies. Nice Thank you, you very much. Thank you very much. What I love about them, not only they had so much energy, they really embraced their Native American and African American backgrounds and they tie it all together so beautifully to create this unique sound and a crazy, amazing show. They're dancers. Yeah, the fact that they were also, you know, up till two in the morning or three in the morning, putting on a show at the Naughty Burl, and then that's right, one and on a half half, man. Yeah, they, I've heard that's they brought right. it down, and, yeah. then, and then the next morning they're up there again, right? To yeah, putting on a fantastic show. That's 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 youthful energy right there. It is. They looked, they looked very, yeah, they didn't look very phased by. I don't think I could do that anymore. Them. I don't think I could do that anymore. <laughs> oh my god, I couldn't drink the whole weekend because I was working. I didn't even have one beer. Well, that's There's just a lot of adulting show. going on. You can have so much fun without it, right? 100%. I mean, it like, was, that's the kind of festival it that it was, right? Yeah. Speaking of adulting, I mean, Romero brought their kids. I mean, they've been bringing their kids on tour forever. Three-time Juno Award winners bringing their, what, six- and eight-year-old kids on the road with them. And what a set. I mean, yeah, it was folky, but... Guys, she took smoke to the face, like, <laughs> and actually recovered and finished their set strong. It was it's such a good set. One of the highlights of my Sunday for sure. And we talked to them about that too. Hi, I'm Ferris Romero. And I'm Jason Romero. 
And we're uh, the two halves of the band Ferris and Jason Romero. <laughs> <laughs> Just Love in case it. you forgot. We thought about coming up with a really cool name, but... I like it. It's simple. It yeah. matches our music. It just it does. is what it is right on the surface. I love that. Yeah. I love it. And oh, Horsefly saying. Lake, BC. Horsefly, yeah, yeah. She's fifth generation. Horsefly. Wow. So we're, her and I it's were both born and raised here oh, in cool. Squamish. Yeah. Cool. So what, I'm what, oh third generation yeah. here yeah, yeah. in Squamish. Um, Y'all has it so ever. Much. Yeah. yeah. It's been been absolutely nuts, but it's still fun. Have you guys been here before? Is this your first uh, time in Squamish? No, no uh, we, first time we playing in Squamish. I years ago I came with a with a previous band and played at the Brackendale Art Gallery oh, yeah. for the Brackendale yeah, Bluegrass door. Festival. So we've door been through a few times, but like never actually played in Squamish. So this is this has been a real highlight. It's pretty awesome. I mean, you're staring at the mountains while you're playing. Yeah, it's incredible. amazing. Look at that beautiful chief right from, oh. yeah. yeah. Brackenhill Art Gallery, that's right down the street from your house. It literally, you're probably about, what, seven, eight houses up from, from where I live. I think that venue is one of the, like, the great secret venues that most people don't totally. realize completely how totally rad that spot yeah. is. Yes. And you walk in and you're like... The vibe in there. Yeah, yeah. because yeah. you got to... A balcony and you, all the things about anyways. Well, the giant unicorn outside screams like, "What's what am I into here? What's going on?" I completely yeah. forgot about the giant unicorn. <laughs> so you, you guys are traveling with the kids, I hear. Yeah, always. we always have. Like we've been on the roads pretty much since we met. We've been playing shows. We met in 2010, started playing shows together pretty early on. More like traditional style music, a lot of old time fiddle, banjo, guitar kind of music stuff taken. Where we were learning things from scratch old recordings from the 30s and then moving forward and playing all that kind of that's our that's our real passion that's like when we first met we would send old recordings to each other and be like hey do you know this one and and we'd be like oh my god he's so cool because he sent me that recording like it's just this whole deep culture that does it but when we had kids our daughter was three months old on our first tour we took her for a tour in february in alberta which maybe was in retrospect, a very difficult. <laughs> Took her to New York City when she was Took five her. months old. Oh my yeah. goodness. Yeah, I was, remember breastfeeding her on the top of the Chrysler building. Like, just like. You know, the big, well the big eagles? The big yeah. eagles. <laughs> we had a friend of a friend who could get us up to that floor. And we went out oh. on the deck. We just happened to know some very cool people. Yeah. And we got to. Friends in high places. You know, yeah. it's like it was in Ghost, <laughs> from in Ghostbusters, right? Like yeah, the big, yeah. like stainless steel eagles. We were standing right there, and she breastfed our daughter. Wow. Yeah. At yeah. Five months old. Places. That's an album cover right yeah, there. Yeah, it's right yeah. there. But Who else can if I if I think about the, like the places I have breastfed my daughter from, like <laughs> multiple continents and multiple different, like yeah. So uh, she's now eight and a half, and our son is six. And oh, they're, okay. they're feral. Over they're feral kids. They're, they're they somewhere. Just, We're not. And sure. they enjoy it. Like they enjoy. They enjoy traveling and touring. They're just getting to where they're not. No, like no, they have opinions. Think, totally. Oh, they have opinions. They yeah. do. They have opinions, they have opinions where they're like, when they're little the festival, and they're a blob, they just sleep and we yeah. drive and go to a gig. But now they're, <laughs> now they're like, Ugh, but they're are we also, there yet? it's a thing. No, but I think there's thing. also there is a weird there yet. But they're also like, you guys are playing at the festival, and so there's a certain amount of like pride that both of them get. They get their own lanyards, they get wristbands, and they're like, they feel pretty cool. I think that they get to be part of the festival, kids. Oh man. Yeah, they're really into it. Free reign of it. Yeah, just free reign of. The, of oh. the property, just yeah, go exactly. where you want, yeah, do what exactly. you want. Well, they're used to doing that at home too. They kind of free range because yeah, we, we we live out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. We don't see our neighbors. We live on a good chunk of property, and we kind of trust go them. Play. Go go play. Yeah. So yeah. you don't hear a lot of banjo these days anymore. So where, where did this come from? Um, I just fell in love with the instrument and just became obsessed with it and learned how to build it. 
This is the high points, but yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, very, it's been a 20-year journey for me, but yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of our main gig is making banjos yeah. and we well, ship all over I the world. Too, too, yeah. So you, yeah, the music is is for fun and... And, you know, and joy, and I mean, enjoy. I think that the music is like, because I was in a lot of bands when Jason and I met, I was touring a lot and writing a lot of music, and so like for us, what we're doing is a blend where we're working together in the shop, Jason's the primary constructor, but I do all the inlay work and I work with all, all of pearl. our customers, all the pearl and other pearl work. So you guys, you build the banjos together yeah. as we well? Do. Oh. Yeah, we build the banjos together. Oh, no, we, we're we 24-7. Like, we parent together, we work at home together, we build banjos together, we play music together, so we, nice. like, live... Yeah, so, it's it's wild. And you guys are still alive, so that's good. Yeah, you yeah, killed each other, and actually we're still, still in love. love. Maybe even more. We're we're married 15 years this year, oh, and so no. it must be working. Oh, that's really yeah, that's really cool. No live music for the last couple of years. We're getting back to doing this. Is the banjo stuff like is that what got you through it, or, well, or was, yeah, I mean, was or were you like some of the others were? You're doing virtual stuff and concerts. We did. We did some virtual so, stuff, but mostly we tried not to because financially, like the banjos take care of everything. I mean, I, we have a five-year wait list, and so we just go through and build. And I think when COVID came along, we realized that we didn't need to be doing the virtual, and we're on satellite internet, which yeah. is like. 2005. Yeah. Um, so that's the sound we all know. We, we, simply, we simply couldn't. Oh, it's a painful sound, yeah. And then we just decided that, you know, there's a lot of people out there, musicians who, um, who should be doing all the Zooms and, like, all the videos. So we just decided to not do that. It was actually great for us, to be honest, because 2019, we kind of said yes to everything, went to Europe for six weeks with the kids and did all the big festivals. And just by the end of the year, I think we were both pretty tired. And then COVID, and we kind of thought, hey, something's got to change about uh, how many gigs we say yes to because our kids are little and we want to watch them grow and be home and be happy. And and we toured a lot and it was really tiring for me um, and us. Well, then we're happy to have you. I mean, if you're one of those places where you're picking, you're coming over here, it's, it's, it's amazing. We said yes to very few things. And this one was one of them. See, that's a, that was a common theme with uh, another couple of the bands that we interviewed too. The same thing that they right saying no, more, no to more shows and yeah. saying and yes to the key ones like this one. Right, that's yeah. some of the positive yeah. that have come out of it too is that it made people slow down a little bit, yeah. maybe reevaluate, reassess, and go, you know what? Yeah, you know what? This maybe chilling isn't that bad. No. You yeah. know what I mean? I think it's my my major quest in life right now is to find more time to sit still. And so, and I think sitting still and making a living aren't self-exclusionary. Like they, they don't exclude each other, but we have felt like that for right. years where we're like, no, we gotta be in constant motion. We're building or we're on the road or we're teaching or like we teach a lot of music too. We're at music camps all the time, all these great traditional camps that are just old, old time and bluegrass camps are just so much fun and they feed your soul and you're up till 4 a.m. jamming pre-kids. But you know, I don't know. It just feels like being still and being quiet makes a lot more sense now. It's all, like we almost needed to be reminded of how much sense that makes. Well, you guys have been to the pinnacle of it too as well, right? I mean, you three-time Juno Award-winning yeah. artists. So <laughs> you guys almost are afforded that luxury where you can, you can, you know what? You can scale things back as you need. We don't know how that happens. Like living in Horsefly, it's a town of 700 people. It's the middle of nowhere. Like Jason said, we're all on satellite internet. Like it's just... It's, you don't go there by accident, and somehow we've managed to like make this life where we get to build banjos and make music and leave and then come back to this quiet little life, and I don't know, it's good. Living the dream. 
I don't think you guys are just making them. It sounds like you're sought after yeah. for them. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So that you know that affords you guys a different perspective too as well, and you can see it. It's reflected in your guys' music and mm. the joy. I mean, apart from taking a, a face full of smoke in the middle of your set, <laughs> oh right? Oh my god! I have oh. never ever had that happen. I I was like I was, I was like, so scared. Oh. I was like, Honey. am I going to recover from this? <laughs> yeah. But I was talking with the band afterwards. They're like, no, everybody loves watching a massive fail and then a massive yes, recovery. Come back. Dude, you, in that yes, moment, totally. everybody's you like. You ad libbed the whole band ad libbed. Oh. I thought they were absolutely excellent. I have never had that experience before. I was, right? I, you know, but I'm artistic director for a singing camp in the States. And so I teach a like foundational workshop there every year. And a big part of the one of the workshops we were doing was how to recover from moments and how to keep yourself grounded through the experience. Great teaching story for Oh, yeah. no, but I also had, so uh, I, my, my main teaching story that I really wish I had recovered better from was we were teaching at this camp in the States and right before we got on stage, our son, who was two years old at the time, threw a fucking fit right as we were about to get on stage. He did not want to be with the person who was looking after him. So I had to walk away from this kid being like, Mom, no, I want you. And everyone in the audience can hear this, that I'm walking away from this kid. And then I get on stage and I put my guitar on, on my body Oh, I'm and the good. guitar strap falls off no. and my guitar falls on the ground oh. in front of everybody. And I did not recover well. Like, I was just mortified. You I just, just didn't make eye contact. You I didn't do... Great oh, and yeah. today was like... I So Amazing. I really feel oh. like... I don't know. There's these moments in life where you're like, okay, I learned something from that because everybody has these massive fails. But I thought you oh, guys no, did an amazing a job yeah. of recovering. And Thank you know what? Totally. They, they, they stalled it out perfectly yeah. for you. It, it, it yeah. was... It was uh, really was... Oh, my God. Like, what are you going to do, right? You can't do anything. Well, you could wish it was completely different or you could just put yourself totally in the moment and accept that this is what yeah. I have to deal with right now. Yeah. How do I move forward? How do I stay grounded while I'm moving forward? Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is like my ongoing challenge in life, right? Well, you How nailed it. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> totally yeah. So what's what's next then? Are you doing more shows or are you just, uh, because you're just saying you're cutting back. So I guess like anyone, anywhere you're going to for the rest of the summer will be lucky to have you. Where are you off to? Uh, Bouchard Gardens. We're going to sit on, she's got a family home on Main Island. My so mom we're going to just there. Sit on the beach for five days nice. with the kids. And then Butchart Gardens, which is also paradise. And yeah. then Hornby. Also I learned another festival. And then home. Great. So paradise, 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 home to paradise. Yeah. And then August, we have almost nothing. nothing. Booked canoeing. on purpose so we can Camping. go canoeing. And sit still. And go out to the boat. Yeah. So we can go sit still. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah. Go home, it. build some banjos. We're, Jason is working on our 500th banjo right now. Wow. Yeah. It's a so if someone wants to wait five years for a banjo, where can they find your banjos? Go romerobanjos.com. I was literally going to try and come with a <laughs> right? really bad banjo joke, almost like your wedding. But yeah. uh, you're the banjo today, jokes. But, yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. I mean, I really, I collected those for a while because I thought they were, I mean, there's some really, really good ones They're out so there. Good. They're so funny. And, and so, but... My grandfather drove around for years with this sign in the back of his car, and it said, profanity is the recourse of a weak and lazy mind. And so we moved that to the banjo joke is the recourse of a weak and lazy mind. And so now every time I go to tell a banjo joke, that's going through my head. Even though I love them. Like, I love them, totally. And we're going to make fun of shit. That's what we do as humans. We're going to have a great time making fun of it. be passive-aggressive. Yeah. Shh. He says with a very serious face. 
<laughs> hey, listen, uh, thank you guys very much so for much. coming and, and sitting thank down you. and talking with us. It was Aww, an amazing yeah. set. Thank you recovered you. beautifully. Thank, thank you, you very much. Thank you. We, so we thoroughly thank enjoyed you so ourselves. Much. Hold on a sec. We'll be right back. Where You At Buds is brought to you by... This time, sponsored by Carm Wines. Carm Wines are from Portugal. Have you ever been to Portugal? I've never been, but I have enjoyed quite a few bottles oh, of buds, their wine. you got to get over to, to Portugal. Portugal is like the Hawaii for Europeans. It is amazing. The beaches there, for as far as the eyes can see, red cliffs. Oh, it's so good. The Algarve, our sponsor, Carm Wines. From just north, the Algarve, in the Duro region, and they make some fabulous wines. You know, you want an everyday sipper, they've got it. They also have the, you know, their high-end stuff, too, as well, for those fancy occasions when you invite Evelyn over with her Range Rover. For the fancy people like me. When you bring those kids out of the Highlands, you bring them (laughs) down to the lowlands of Brackendale, you know, you've got to make sure you're providing the right stuff, so. Yeah, make sure you have the Reserva. I bought a bottle of the Reserva Red. It was fantastic. What, What do you enjoy about it? Just a really smooth, smooth wine. And that's what I like. The same family has owned this vineyard and been producing this wine since the 17th century. That's amazing. I mean, that's before the Stanley Cup got handed out. Is that correct? I'm correct with that, aren't I? Have another drink. You know what? Try the white wine. Their Carm White is really, really good. It's dry. Yeah. I love a white wine. It's amazing. It's the old Saturday sipper in the middle of the sunshine. Absolutely fantastic. And world-renowned, too, as well. So to have them being imported here by Tantalus Fine Beverages is absolutely amazing. You can find Carm Wines at any beer and wine or liquor store in the Sea to Sky and the Lower Mainland. If they don't have it on the shelf, just ask them to stock it. Tantalus Fine Beverages can bring this into any store in the Lower Mainland or BC. Essentially, Kurt and the team at Tantalus Fine Beverages can bring this to wherever it needs to go. Now, back to the show. So, when we first walked into the festival Saturday, the hyenas kicked off the festival on Saturday and they killed it. Like, my kids sat, were mesmerized. Four girls from Vancouver and they just rocked out. What role models for little girls out there? They did a garbage cover and they just nailed it. And we also got a chance to talk to them. Here we go. Hi, I'm Sophie. I'm the lead singer from Hyenas. Hello, I'm Jesse here, bass player, hyenas. Hi, I'm Jen. I play drums in hyenas. I heard it was your 40th birthday yesterday. Yes, it's actually tomorrow. Today is my very last day of my 30s. There's no better way to do this up. Thank you for having us at your 40th birthday party. I really appreciate that. It's really nice of you to come. I appreciate it. I saw your whole set yesterday. You guys were amazing. The kids loved it too. You guys rocked it. Garbage. You guys did a little garbage. Yes. Homage. That was amazing. And sometimes it's a bit bizarre when we kind of try to ask people, like, do we have any garbage fans in the <laughs> audience? And I feel like we're dating ourselves. Yeah, yeah no. because a few people have no clue. Oh, yeah, the young guys. That's why I'm like, oh, 40 yeah, I know. Garbage. Yeah, so, yes, I love garbage. Totally. Everyone's like, don't make trash. Recycling is oh, yeah. And we're like, that's not what we mean. <laughs> we want to recycle too. Zero waste we love festival. the zero waste festival. We mean it. We're not trying to promote the landfill. And we don't want rain. We do not want rain. Yes, totally. We're I know we're happy, happy with the rain. rain. Yeah. Yeah. We don't want rain. Yeah. Yes. yes, I know. This felt like the first weekend of the summer where there was no rain. Because we're just from Vancouver, so we've endured this wet, 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 wet spring, summer, January, July, January, and now but people we're are just, just sort blessed. of never happy because no. I feel like last summer it was too hot, and now this summer it was like, okay, now, okay, we'll kind of lower the temperature and it'll be raining. We're like, no, 
not that either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was it was a little hot last summer. You have to. It's just a tad. Just a tad. You know. I lived in the Middle East, and it was like this feels like the Middle East. There's a reason why I left. It was kind of hot. Yeah. I mean, people were dying. It was hot. You know, not to get depressing here. Hey, you're turning 40. It's reflection time. We get it. We've all been there. Golden Girls with no filter. Reality check. So you guys are from Vancouver originally? Like Well, that's where we live for the last while. I grew up in Calgary. Okay. I grew up in Gibsons on the Sunshine Coast. I am born and raised Vancouver. And how'd you guys all come together? Yeah, so that's a good question and good sort of origin story. So Jen and Jesse knew each other from the Calgary music scene way back 17 in... 17 I was when I met Jen. Yeah. yeah. Jesse and Youngins. I jammed. Uh, so, yeah, I was a drummer and Jesse is, is a bass player and we jammed when we were teenagers and it was short-lived. It was kind of an, an, an in and an out and then we did not speak for many years until MySpace came about. We were a couple of awkward queer kids not out yet. Years and, then, yeah. and, then I saw, and then MySpace was a big thing for us back then and then I saw Jen I'm like I remember jamming with you a few times and yeah, I think you're gay too. <laughs> yeah, so we should be friends. Yeah. <laughs> we should be friends yeah. and jam. Totally. And then they played in what three, four bands, bands together over the section. year as the dream team rhythm section. And yeah. then Jen and I met in 2017. I was living in Edmonton for way too long. And my band had a show at Vancouver Pride. Our drummer couldn't come. I asked a friend, any know any good drummers? hopefully female recommended Jen we fell in love I moved back west which was a perfect move for me because I again was in the prairies for 11 years I meant to be there for two years and then we were like oh we should make music together and then brought in Jessie because she's the only person that would make sense for us and then Jessie's wife Luvia was like I don't want to be the merch girl <laughs> let me be in the band too yeah. so she became our synth player and we just couldn't imagine the band without Luvia now. It's just like really the two most. Two couples oh. and two best buds. Two, yeah, yeah best we're like, buds are, okay. we're what yeah. CBC calls lesbian ABBA. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. I'll yeah. take it. And that's yeah. a compliment though, yeah. right? Absolutely. That's a compliment. Big ABBA fan over here. Yeah. Ooh. Oh man. Me too. But I didn't hear a lot of ABBA in your music though. Yeah. 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 They ran up like, Dad, it's an all-girl band, and they're awesome, and they have a girl drummer. Yeah. I want to be a drummer, too, because I don't see many girl drummers, and she's awesome. Oh, you poor yeah. bastard. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> you got a drum set at home, Too expensive. Too I know. expensive. Too loud. I always say, especially because Jen broke her foot a month ago, I say, if I could do it again, I would never marry a drummer. <laughs> it's so much gear to haul. We oh. play a show, just lugging her drums back into the jam space and now with her broken foot I'm yeah. doing it alone I'm like getting married next year I think she just wrote her vows yes. <laughs> <laughs> you're getting married yeah. next year yeah. we are getting married you finally like you've been together now how long it seemed like you've been years also it's about time yeah right? yes. <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. talking about getting off the pod or something yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 what is that old saying yeah. 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 
yeah. Well, we were just saying, I don't know if you caught it on the microphone, but so she's she's both, you know, the lead singer and the pack mule for yeah. the drummer, right? So I, there you go. I like to break the stereotypes because usually lead singers are like, oh, I've packed up my microphone, like, I'm all yeah. done. But I'm like sweating, like, oh, here's the big I'm all, my back hurts. Yeah. <laughs> this is not the first time you've come up here. Obviously, you're from Vancouver, so you've seen the area. Yeah. I mean, this festival, I, what, does, what does it mean coming up, playing in your backyard, playing here in Squamish? Yeah, so this, honestly, like, we are so grateful to Tamara and Kirsten who booked us. We, I mean, we've all been in the scene for a long time, but Hyenas is a new project. We were counting, and this is our 11th show ever as this project. Oh, wow. We were booked for this festival before we even had any material released, and you can just see how much this festival has given us the exposure to kind of like catapult us quickly to the next level. You know, you can, Spotify is unfortunately kind of the king and like the ruler of all indie bands. And now you can see um, Squamish is our second biggest market. Like you can see on our streams, like people are listening to us here because Tamara and Kirsten gave us this chance and we're just so grateful. It's just, it's been amazing. You know, for 11 shows in, your merch looks pretty awesome. Yeah. You know, you got, you got yeah. pretty nice swag going yeah. out there. We have some yeah. good artist friends. We also are in the tattoo industry for our day jobs, and so we've got some. Our good friend is uh, Renee Bota. She did that design for Shout us. Shout out yeah. to Renee yeah. Bota yeah. for designing our our merchandise. Yeah. That's yeah. been a she big. She in the thing. crowd by any chance? Yeah. Yes. What? Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. I think I saw her selfies, the yeah. shirts, and like yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes, totally. Yeah. Totally. I was like, oh, I want one of those shirts. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, and they were locally printed in Vancouver too. At Prince of Darkness was the printing company. So yeah, we're we're proud of our merch. Right? So eleven shows in. What's next? What's going on with you girls next? Yeah, so we're playing um, a Pride event, a Vancouver Pride event next weekend. We're doing a cool beer festival in Port Moody, Bruhalla Festival, and we're doing a little BC Alberta tour in the fall, based around Fernie Pride Festival. We're playing in oh, September, sweet. and we've got maybe seven, eight dates booked in BC and Alberta around that. Uh, We're festival our EP in January, so that'll be our debut EP. So yes. yeah, releasing tracks along the way and. Just, we're busy. Yeah. We're very busy. <laughs> yeah. One yeah. thing after the other, it seems like these days. Yes. It's a lot of fun, yeah. How this project feel for you in comparison to all the other projects you've been in? I mean, you just mentioned this is like a fusion now and you're 11 shows is, in. You know, we always talk about how, you know, if you're auditioning members to be in a band, how often people go with like, well, this is, you know, this guitar player is the best shredder. This is the best bass player. Like technically this is the best drummer. And of course being able to play is, is, is very, very important, but also arguably more important is do you get along? Are you going to be pals? And, and this like, we're couples, but we're also best pals. So it's like every show, every even like the hour and a bit drive to like out of town shows, like we're just hanging out and it's super fun. Everything is just, I don't know, this just feels like very, I don't know, it's just very, very right and, and well-timed and well-fitting. Like and really and yeah. you think about, you shouldn't pick your bandmates of who do you want to play a cool festival with? You want to pick a bandmate, who do you want to get a flat tire with or like miss yeah. a ferry with yeah, or like yeah. miss a plane yeah. with and who's going to make you feel fine about yourself and not like, oh, well, it's your fault, blah, you know, it's yeah. just like, this the is... The four of us would have paid tickets to just come to yes. the festival yeah. anyway. Yeah, yeah. 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 exactly. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. And yeah. can we Makes just say easy. that 
Holy crap. Old Soul Rebel. They stole the festival. We've seen them before, but this show is off the hook, unreal. Like, I am so inspired. We were talking with them, like, before, we're just. The, the the energy we today was just balling. excellent. We I just yeah. it was the most special thing, and like that's that that is difficult that's, to convey. That's and the voice I want to hear over and over and over again. Those are the kind of people I want to see on stage. That's who I want to hear from. So that's, badass, right? Look yeah. out for yeah. that band. Yeah. Look out for that band. Like you know, playing kind of earlier in the day at Squamish, it's like they will be headlining these. Yeah, and they played last night at one of the local bars, yeah, right? Yeah. So That's you know, you're rocking out till two in the morning <laughs> yeah, last night and bringing that type How of energy. It's good to be young. It's like good to be young. Yeah. <laughs> no. I could party till two in the morning and I'm right out of the concert stage. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I've had too much salt the night before. Yeah. I feel like I'm the next yeah. day. I might have been home by 7.30 last yeah. night. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Well, not, not to disparage anything. I mean, you guys put on a fantastic show. I mean, like I said, my kids went straight to the stage with you guys. They absolutely love every bit of your music. And I'm glad that you guys found something where you can be together and, and do, you know, make your music and make your staple and... And yeah, you're just doing it, which is awesome. Yeah, thank you so much. It's been just the, this is the highlight of our summer, absolutely. And honestly, festivals are just the best in so many ways. We don't do a lot of all ages shows, but when it's, like you said, your daughters ran up to the stage when they saw Jen, especially because you just unfortunately don't see all female lineups a lot, right? And for us as young kids, like I had very few female idols growing up. And so when we see the kids coming up, for me, that is, the most beautiful part of, of yeah. all ages festivals is because I can see that sparkle in the girls' eyes that I wanted as a child to have those idols growing up and like, yeah. you know, we're not idols in any way, but we're just doing it, we're playing, and and it needs just, to be more of you that. You just don't yeah. know because at the end of the day, what you're doing up there, ladies, is yes, you yeah. you literally are inspiring a generation, whether you know it or not, just by doing what you guys are doing. And it's awesome because I've got a little eight-year-old daughter out oh, there too, and it's amazing. amazing. She yeah. and I want to go backstage. I'm like, I'll bring them out front for you yeah. after. Like, you <laughs> yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Well, so I know. you like, probably maybe we're all sort of of the same decade, or maybe I'm older. But it's like you know, back it's like Edge Fest in Canada. Yeah. Like, who is it? Who? Okay. Well, it's all dudes. Usually yeah. good, you know, probably amazing bands, Foo yeah. Fighters and Green yeah. Day and all those yeah. things. But then and who were the female? Love was and, and, love no, but that's what I meant. Yeah. No, but that's yeah. what I meant. Yeah. Who was the one female that it was whole? Yeah. It was yeah. like yeah. one band. That one was band. it. And that yeah. was what Lilith Fair like Lilith Fair yes. kind of came yeah. in. And they were like, Let's say like yeah. 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 Well that was the whole even way back then, like Tegan and Sarah when they were like teenagers, like Kenny Starr. Brooke Assault. Oh yes! Oh, American Thighs, top oh, ten favorite that albums. That album sure. was on rotation at least forty thousand times in my youth. Yeah. yeah, but there were so few, and so this this festival specifically, I think just about every single band yes. Um, yes. has representation. Yeah, like has a, a woman or a BIPOC person or non-binary or queer mm. or I'd say like at least eighty percent of the bands, yeah. which is another reason. Just don't reason. see that as much as we really would like and to. And we need yeah. to do, listen, yeah. we need to do it more. Yeah. We yeah, need sure. to, because, you know, I've always said, and we've said in previous episodes, that, you know, arts and music and sport brings people together. 
right? And this is also, you know, and, and this just exemplifies that it's like, when you do that, when you make those conscious decisions, the quality has not been reduced. Yeah. It's just yeah. making it accessible. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, makes it more accessible for the younger generation, too, to come in. And that's why I say you just, yeah. you're inspiring. And it's almost like, it's, it's, it's recruitment. Yeah. Recruit and retain, right? You hear it all the time in business and everything else, but this is no different. Recruit them, get them when they're young, yeah, right? Start, sure. you know, that kindness, that empathy, and show them that there is a way to go, and you can do that. Yeah. And you guys are examples of it, so thank you very you much, ladies. Get your little girl some drum kit. Yeah. Yeah. You do it. Yeah. I know. Uh, Poor She already has a little electronic one. Oh, amazing. And, so, and she bangs around. I have, I have one kid that wants to learn the guitar and the other one that wants to play drums. I'm like, that's awesome. At least you can bands. just work together. Our church family. Yeah, you know, poor Jen had to learn on a mattress. Oh. Was just like had a pair of drumsticks and just beat her mattress. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I understand though, if I were a parent of like when a kid asks you for a drum set, just being like, oh, no, oh, yeah. never happened. Yeah. Yeah. You are, you are going to be a lawyer. Yeah. 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 Here's a flute. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Here's yeah. a cool time with it. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. Yeah. Try. Yeah. Well, thank you, ladies. Amazing. Thank you, guys. Yes, thank, so uh, thank you very much. It'd be thank awesome. You. Can we just hang out now? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, I know. Really I need another that. drink now. <laughs> so overall, I think I think the festival was pretty awesome. You know, I think I'd do it again and with the kids because I didn't think my kids would last that long without like fizzling out, but they managed to keep themselves occupied. And everyone was there, so there everyone was occupying themselves. It, it just felt really safe for the kids too. It wasn't one of those festivals like some of the some of the older ones that used to be held here. Like I don't think you could let your twelve no. year old just run Rome, wild. No. no. And in this one I felt it was a really safe place like that. I'm the only one between the three of us that had VIP passes, so free food, I had flushing toilets, premium booze that I never drank. Just saying. I need to be with common folk, <laughs> Evelyn. I, I mean, at the end of the day, I want to be where all the yeah, action's that's your at. Thing. Okay. Whatever. You know, you got to hook up. Yeah, sorry. It's <laughs> my hookup. Let's get in the Listen, loop. Me. Okay? Myself, get in the loop, all right? Myself, Mike, all the kids, we are, we're the, we got hooked up. Sorry. Get in the loop, right? You just, guys just next say time. It, just say it. Get in the loop, hooked you Hey, up. get in the loop. You worked for them. That's why you were there. I no. got it. There's nothing wrong Fine. with that. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't work for them. I'm an owner. God. What do you think? Of course I've got to be a to my owner. Damn, I am the owner. <laughs> You're the owner. I'm the owner too. Yeah, talk to your own owner. owner like, Marcus, well, you, you guys should you buck talk up to like your me. owner too, or what? <laughs> Marcus, why didn't you get VIP? I don't know why, Marcus. Why didn't I get VIP? Because hey. you're a cheap ass bastard. Yeah. Oh, that's probably why. Okay, done. All you right. know what? You screwed up because seventy-five like, bucks more a day. I could have spent that on backcountry sours at, at the old <laughs> little dipper tent. But yeah. are you and, kidding me? Well, whatever. You know what? Flushing toilets. That's what Evelyn needs. Okay, hundred percent running water. The kids needed it too, and we had fresh like charcuterie platters and. I'm pretty sure Little Chef put that on. Like, amazing food. And premium alcohol. So, You're anyway, such a foofy. I am a foofy. And Seriously. I love the, I love the bougie stuff. Whatever, man. That's me. This weekend, we have an event. Uh, the Lager Sports is coming. You you got some beer. We got some amazing beer. The Run Forest Run Lager that was specifically made for Lager Sports. They're going to be selling that in the beer. Actually, you know what? I think they're going to have different kiosks, which is so much more civilized. So anyways, today I went by Backcountry in right into the back where they were canning. They were canning the Ridge Runner Pilsner, which is like the standard 
one of their four standard staple beers, which is amazing. Everyone I know loves this Pilsner. Like this one's like the new hot one that everyone loves. Those beers are fresh off the assembly line. You can't like it does not get any fresher than that. Like back to Lager Sports. What a great segue. Squamish Constellation Festival to Lager Sports. Run Forest Run Lager. Right. And it's oh right my there. Gosh. So- no joking you. So good. Run, Forest Run, the lager. Easily my favorite right now. Yeah, it's a nice light lager to sit in the sun, sit in the bleachers, watch Jamie Horth kill it in the uh, competition. <laughs> has, has, the squ- has the lager sports changed over the years? Because I haven't been, like, last, like, I've been away, honestly. I've been, I've been overseas, and when I moved back, has it really grown over the years? Has it changed? Because I know Squamish has changed. Has the lager sports changed, or is it still kind of... Pretty grassroots, still. We didn't have one last year. I guess they did have it last year, but it was September, and I think it was lower numbers because of COVID, and then yeah, it wasn't gone it. before. They got it in. They snuck it in, for yeah. sure. yeah. Again, kudos to the volunteers that put this on. Was it 65 years running? Is that is that am I right? Yeah. Is it 65 it's, years? It's this been year? going on for a long, 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 long time. I was just wondering, like over the years, has it changed? Or are we still going to see the staples? Are we still going to see the axe throwing? Is there oh, yeah. the cutting? And then of yes. course, I, I'm mostly want to <clears throat> talk about the sandwiches because those are I heard were really beef, beef on a bun. But don't go there hungry, thinking that you're just going to get one. You have to order online. You got tickets. You I got, didn't know okay, that. You got tickets. Okay. As as, like, you need tickets to get the sandwich. Well, I'm buying tickets. Get this yeah, sandwich. I'll take 40. Hardest things to do at Lager Sports is predetermine how many beef on the buns you're actually going to have. <laughs> okay, I didn't order my beef on a bun tickets yet. We just ordered our entry tickets. Oh, do it. You better, I got to do it, eh? You, you might even be sold out by now. Yeah, I know. Oh my God, I feel I better do that right now. <laughs> I think you need to get on. I do. And get that done. I remember the wife was booking the tickets like, you have to order sandwich tickets? And she was like a question like, yes, order the tickets. You're like, yes. Why? Because <laughs> the sandwiches are awesome. <laughs> they are. Order the tickets. Mine was more like, <laughs> how many? No less than five. <laughs> the boys are going to have one each. They're going to try and take mine. I need at least two. Oh, my gosh. I better order them. Oh, my God. Imagine yeah, if I that. look over and I see Fryer eating like four or five and I'm starving. He's going to have barbecue sauce. All no alcohol. Oh, just sitting there, just drooling. Oh. oh, my God. It's so good. They have like this, I don't know, they horseradish like mayo stuff. Okay, dude. stop. Oh, my goodness gracious. Yeah. Rotary Squamish. You guys are doing it right. Squamish says Lager Sports. You guys are doing it right. Keep it up. We'll see you guys down there. Probably bring the little microphone along with us. Maybe yeah. we'll catch a little bit of a uh, little bit of audio while we're down there too, as well this weekend. There's oh, so many awesome. events going on too, like all weekend, right? We've got like there's the bed races Friday. They do a really cool kids fest festival um, in the morning on Saturday morning. I believe there's the Rotary does a pancake breakfast also. Is that the Sunday? Yeah, Sunday morning before the parade. Before the correct? parade. Yeah. yeah. Sunday's the big show. Sunday's the big show. It's summer event after event after event. See you there. So summer has officially arrived then, yeah. Well, it's 35 degrees right now. We're sitting on your patio sweltering, so yes. And jumping in pool and drinking delicious backcountry back Pilsner brewskis run, right off the Boris, ice. Run. Big shout out to Ben and the boys at Backcountry Brewing. Thanks, guys. Woo! Where You At Buds is produced by Evelyn Schellenberg and Stephen Fryer. Marcus Monopoly is our executive producer and edits the show. Theme music, Wannabes by Dirtbag Republic. Our voice guy is Matt Grant. Where You At Buds is an Anubis media production. Thanks for listening, and let us know where you at, buds. Follow us on our socials. Links are in the show notes, and please subscribe. Subscribe.